The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, o Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And see, I am sending upon you what my Father promised, so stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven, and they worshipped him. And he returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they were continually in the temple, blessing God. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we celebrate the great solemnity of the ascension of Jesus Christ into heaven. And this is a very important feast because it says so much about not just Jesus, but for his church and for us in particular. So just a couple of points. First of all, Jesus in his ascension goes ahead of us. He is a kind of forerunner, a prototype of what awaits us. To use an analogy, when an explorer discovers a new territory or land, a marker is usually erected. When the astronauts went to the moon, first thing they did, they planted a flag because they wanted to mark out that humanity has now arrived in a new way, in a new place. If we go back into the Old Testament, when Abraham first came into the Promised Land, he deliberately negotiated to purchase just a small plot of land that was going to be a grave for his wife, Sarah. But because he did that, and this is what the text says, he planted a kind of marker that now he was going to be entering into not just that little plot of land, but the entire promised land that was given to him by the Lord. Well, this is what Jesus does when he goes to heaven. He brings his humanity, our humanity, because he has a full human nature, into heaven. And he marks now a place for us. He's the forerunner. He's the prototype. What he has done now is open the way for us to follow. So in that sense, the ascension is very important in our future. Secondly, he brings, as I mentioned, his human body, but now it's a glorified human body. That gives us an insight into what awaits us, because when our body is reunited with our soul at the end of time, at the final judgment, we have an insight as to what our glorified body will be like. St. Paul talks about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. He's speaking now about the glorified body, our glorified body. It is sown corruptible, it is raised incorruptible. 
It is sown dishonorable, it is raised glorious. It is sown weak, it is raised powerful. It is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. Now, in that one verse, there's four characteristics the church has discerned, and this is certainly the speculation of such great theologians as Thomas Aquinas. First is impassibility, which simply means in heaven there's no sense of sickness or dying, death, none of that. That has gone by the old creation. This is a new reality. So impassibility is the first. Second, subtlety, in the sense that our body, now glorified, will not be bound by space or time or any physical limitations that now restrict us in this life and are such a hindrance to us. So in heaven, the angels are free of any of physical limitations because they're pure spirits. But our body will be, in a sense, more like the angels in that we have this subtlety. Third, agility. Our bodies will perfectly obey the soul, which is not the case now, as we know. And that's why when Jesus was raised from the dead, he passed through the locked doors in the upper room because he had a glorified body after his resurrection and he just passed through the locked doors. His glorified body knew no limitations in terms of physical limitations. Fourth, clarity, in the sense that we're free from any deformity in heaven. So any deformities we have now on earth will not exist. Our glorified body will reflect the radiant light and beauty of Christ. In fact, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 13, then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. That shining like the sun, that radiance, that brightness, clarity. In the Old Testament, even Wisdom chapter 3 points this out, where it says the just shall shine and run to and fro like sparks among the reeds. That's the clarity. And that's why the Blessed Virgin Mary, who is the only human person in heaven with a glorified body, the Blessed Virgin Mary was assumed body and soul into heaven. And because she has these four characteristics in her glorified body, that's why there can be apparitions in our world, because she has that ability, not in any way limited by physicality. Those two points I think I wanted to emphasize with respect to the ascension. One final point, this is more, I think, relevant to us right here and now, and that is that Jesus is in heaven with his glorified body, and his priesthood does not end. Rather, it continues. So he prays for us, and not in an abstract way, because he did assume a human body and he knew suffering. So he knows us intimately, having suffered in his human body. He is therefore a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses and accompany us. As Psalm 23 says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. You will guide me. That's what our high priest does, Jesus Christ in heaven. So with all of that, we can have confidence even now, and despite the turbulent times that we're living in, to live boldly, confidently knowing that 
The labor that we now exert on behalf of God, Christ, and his church is not in vain. We have hope for a glorious future, and we therefore can be witnesses now to this hope so that others who lack it can come into this great reality. Jesus Christ has gone ahead of us, brought our human nature into heaven, and now opened the gates for us to be more and more like him throughout all eternity. So let us thank God for what he has done in Christ, and may we continue to celebrate this great feast of the Ascension and allow it to shape how we live.